We have been talking, beginning in our last broadcast, about how to study the Bible in a meaningful way. Now, of course, in the brief time that we have, we can't do very much about uh, the instruction that is needed for meaningful Bible study, but I'm trying to come down hard on one or two things of importance. I said, for example, the last time that uh, we can't use the Bible in a mystical way or a magical way. You can't flip and point passages. There's no value in merely reading so that uh, you let your eye run over words that you don't understand and through paragraphs that you don't understand, hoping that somehow through spiritual osmosis you'd soak up the truth of the Bible. You've got to understand the book in order to really benefit from it. And not only that, uh, we've also talked about the problem of understanding and storing the understanding merely uh, for a quick retrieval on the next Bible quiz. Uh, that's not adequate either. So I was trying to say that the Bible is for you, that God gave us this book through the inspiration of the Spirit of God who kept it free from error and so that it would present his word in such a way that it would not only lead people to faith in Christ, but it would do those four things for believers that are mentioned in 2 Timothy 3.16. It would teach, that is, give us the standard for faith and for life, teach us what God requires of us. And there is, of course, no other standard, no other way of knowing what God requires. If you don't know the Bible, you don't know what God wants you to do with your life. And so you've got to study this Bible. You've got to understand this Bible if you're going to be pleasing to God because it is the standard. It teaches us what God requires of us. And then it not only teaches us, but the Bible convicts us of sin. As we see what God requires, we recognize that we have fallen short of those requirements, that we are sinners. But then the Bible doesn't only knock us flat on our faces and leave us there. If we continue to study it, it shows us how to be corrected, as that third word in 2 Timothy 3.16 ought to be translated, or it stands us up straight again, as it literally might be translated from the original Greek. Uh, The Bible knocks us down, but it picks us up and gets us out of the mess and dusts us off and and gets us forgiven and straightened away and and, uh, heads us in the right direction. But are we going to fall right back into the same pit again? No. The fourth thing the Bible does is to train us in how to live a righteous life. It trains us so that we we not only have uh, the correction from our sinful ways, but we have now the principles and the practice of living the way that God wants us to live, uh, that the Bible can drill into us as we read it regularly, day after day, and understand it day after day. All right. Now, those are the things that we need to to be clear about. And we know in 2 Timothy 3.16 we are told that the Bible is profitable for or is useful for these four things. That is, the Bible is not just a book of theory. It is a book that is really useful, and it ought to be useful in your life. One of the problems is, of course, that we have never taught people how to use the Bible. We've taught them how to uh, study the Bible in one sense, that is, to study information that was of no value to them at the moment because they weren't experiencing the problems. But we've never taught people how to go to the Bible on Thursday when they're having a problem, when they've run into some difficulty, and how to find an answer to that problem. Now, I want to suggest this. 
I want to suggest that you ask your pastor or an elder or a Sunday school superintendent or a teacher or somebody in your church, or at best, if you can't get anybody to do this, sit down with a couple of other Christians, or at worst, by yourself, sit down and decide that you're going to start studying about each book of the Bible to find out what's in it, so that you will know where to go when a problem arises on Thursday. You see, people just don't know what's in the books of the Bible. They don't know that if you're having problems with love, you should turn to 1 Corinthians 13. They don't know that if you're having problems with assurance, you ought to read the book of 1 John because that's what the book was written to do. They don't know if you're having a problem with understanding the resurrection, you ought to turn to 1 Corinthians 15 or to 1 Thessalonians 4. But you need to learn what is in each chapter of the Bible. Let's not spend a lot of time memorizing all the verses. That's where a lot of time is spent, but I think uselessly in many instances. Uh, Underline the verses in those chapters that you want to, to know, and then memorize what comes in what chapter. Learn where things are in the Bible so that when you run into a problem, let's say with uh, fear or with depression or with uh, uh, some kind of a challenge or with worry or whatever it may be, then you can turn to the passages that you know deal with those problems. I want to suggest that you get yourself a notebook and that you sit down with your Bible and you begin to read through the Bible to see what topics are being discussed, what subjects are being discussed. And in your notebook or in a set of cards, three by five cards, which might even be more flexible to use, alphabetically begin to write down on those cards or in that notebook topics, topics like fear, like depression, like trouble, like worry, like uh, whatever it is you want to talk about, Uh, whatever problem comes up as you read your Bible, and jot down sections underneath of this of the Bible that deal with it. You're going to find that big chunks of the Bible, sometimes a whole book deals with a question. The Gospel of John deals with how to be saved. The Gospel of First, uh, the book of First John, as I said, deals with the question of how to be sure that you're saved. The Second John and Third John deal with hospitality, just to stay with John for a moment. Second John deals with the matter of, of uh, not giving hospitality to false teachers, lest you help them in their evil ways. Third John insists upon hospitality to believing teachers so that you'll please God and help him and be a helper of his in a way that spreads the gospel. And so you ought to know in general what books of the Bible are about and then what specific sections or chapters are about. For instance, in the book of Ephesians, you have doctrine in the first three chapters, but you have practical Christian living in the last three that grows out of that doctrine. If you want to know about the family, you ought to know that in Colossians 3 and in, in Ephesians uh, 4 and 5, and particularly 5 and 6, there are questions that deal with the family. And so you ought to start locating various sections and writing down where various sections are in these cards. And if you use these cards when problems occur, turn to your little card on family and find the passages that deal with family. Uh, quickly when you need to to deal with some problem with the family. Have your little card on sex and sexual relations and turn to 1 Corinthians 7 and turn to Hebrews 13 and turn to Proverbs and so on. All these passages that deal with it uh, when when that problem arises and, and so on. If you begin to use your little card file or your notebook that you develop and use it and use it, pretty soon you'll become familiar with a number of passages that will occur again and again. This, then, is the first thing you need to know in how to use your Bible, where things are located. 
It's not enough just to study subjects, but you need to know where those subjects are so that when a problem arises on Thursday or Friday, you'll be able to turn to the right passage in the right section. I urge you to get a set of 3x5 cards and a little file box and get started right away, or to get yourself some kind of a loose-leaf notebook and start making a notebook, a topical notebook, and keep adding new topics and new verses that, that uh, are particularly important that deal with those passages right away so that you have a practical working kind of file that will help you to get to the right place quickly whenever you need it. I urge you to start doing that today as you begin to study your Bible today. Today, don't study anything new. Go back and start making those, those uh, file cards or those notebook pages about all the passages you do know already or that you can locate quickly and start familiarizing yourself with where what is in the Bible. That's the first step toward useful Bible study and Bible uh, help in your living day by day. Help us, Lord, to understand your word this way, we pray in Christ's name. Amen.